I didn't mean to. We're the funny oneies. We're happy dolls. <laughs> oh, you knew the baby voice was coming out on this one, guys. Oh, boy. How many times, though? How many times? I couldn't resist talking like the Clock King in that last episode with the Clock King. And we'll see what happens when uh, with this episode. I'm, I'm going to try my best, guys. I'm going to try my best. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Batman, the Fanimated Stream. I am uh, Dave the Film Junkie. And with me, always, Mr. Scott McClellan. How's it going, sir? You know, just waiting for my sitcom career to, you know, get a comeback. <laughs> Redemption arc. Holy Lord. Yeah. Um, kidnapping your old co-stars, probably not the best way to do it. I would say not the best way, but well, she wasn't exactly the most mentally stable person to begin. No, with. no, not at all. Not at all. How's it going, Ryan? Good to see you. We got Kenneth right here. Uh, one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, there you go. It's a good That's, one. It's, it's a, a good one. It's a good one. Uh, what's going on, Jason? We got Mr. Venom right here and we got Eric. Such a travel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, slow aging. Yeah, well, slow aging. Yeah, systemic hypoplasia. Now, is this? You ever seen that one little dude uh, on your Twitter feed? I forgot his name, but both. Let me. That one dude. He's like you. You see memes with him all the time. The little dude. He's actually probably like in his twenties or thirties, but he's looks like a little kid. I ah, I forgot what his name was because he's not. Uh, I think he's like Russian or something like that. Somebody, if somebody knows what that is, but uh, I'm wondering if that, I think that's the same, if that might be the same thing because he looks like a little kid, but apparently he's like 30 years old or something like that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, the idea of hypoplasia is the idea that you uh, slowly or inadequately pr uh, produce tissue or organ cells. That's so right. the idea is that because you're not producing enough cells, you don't age because you still have like the same ones. You still, okay, okay. Someone said he's 27. What's his name? Ryan, if you're saying he's 27, what's his name? I can't remember his name. I know it's like, I think he's Russian or something like that. And like the whole shtick is, and it's funny, is his posse just fucks with him all the time. Like, it's it's like, that's the whole shtick. Like, they, it's just that, I don't know, I guess. And that's how they capitalize on him because he's like, he's very popular. And I'm sure when, you know, you've seen him somewhere in some kind of meme or something like that. But but anyways, that's not the point. We're going to be talking about Baby Doll. But yeah, this is an episode where, I mean... This is a Bruce Tim written episode, right? Aldini. Aldini. Sorry, not Bruce Tim. I think I had Bruce Tim on my mind because it was his birthday yesterday. It so was his birthday yesterday. But yeah, cheers. this is a Paul Dini written episode directed by Dan Reba. So Hasbula, that's who it is. His name is Hasbula. Thank you for your Jason. Yeah, it's uh yeah, I think it I'm, I'm wondering if it's like pretty much the same thing. I mean, obviously um they they probably use the actual term for that and it seems like that's what that guy has too. Um interesting guy because you're like, "Wait a minute, what's happening here? Why are these guys bullying a kid?" Oh, wait. He's actually an adult. Crazy. Out uh especially the end. We there? We there? We good? You're freezing. I, I we're we're free. We were freezing up there for a second. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. All of a sudden, of death show up. All right, that's weird. I don't know what's going on there. What was the last thing I said? <laughs> I'm not even sure. You know, I'm yeah. trying to figure out, guys. Is it is the case where I, am am I freezing up? Is Dave freezing up? What's it's going me on? Me this time. It was me this time because okay, you you. I saw the circles of death show up 
on both of our both of our shots right there. So okay, yeah, okay. My have the tables have turned. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Okay, because it's interesting. Because yeah, even my because uh, I have the TV on, I just have it muted, and I'm you know webcast or wow, dream. Google casting it and uh, that even froze up too. See, I guess my internet just kind of glitched a little bit. So it's all because I hung up my new Batman light. That's what's doing it. You see oh, that? No. Just, I hung too much up. power. Too, too much, much power. power. Too much power right there, sucking the life. Because I have to connect it to my my uh my tower right here because it doesn't have an actual uh power source. But anyways, at least I hung it up. All right. I think we're good now, hopefully. Yeah, you're moving, you're talking, you're making right. sounds. <laughs> That's good. Uh, but okay, so yeah, um, it starts off, the episode starts off, of course, you have this, uh, you know, these actors coming out of, you know, the back of a theater or whatever the hell. Which is interesting. Did you pay attention to what play they were doing? No, I didn't. Ah, uh, I, think, I think it's very um, symbolic. It, they're doing Death of a Salesman. Okay, so I'm not I'm not too familiar with the story of that though. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Arthur Miller classic won the Tony, won the Pulitzer Prize. It's subtitled "An American Tragedy." Yeah, uh, it's the idea of a traveling salesman who uh, basically just blew it. I mean, he just he just did not become a success he's kind of sacrificed his family and everything and you know i, I see some I, I i see some parallels there i will say there's a re- callum don't do this right now when daddy's live where's mommy callum callum make an appearance again uh, i know i don't know why he's coming down here so we're about to get a guest star oh, that's uh, fine. but there's a really great tv movie version you should check out that has like okay. dustin hoffman and john malkovich okay and uh it's it's worth checking out but i yeah. i found that idea of someone who like thinks they're like the greatest thing ever mm-hmm. and then you know the whole point is to realizing how much they are just like not not good at this and so that's willie loman in, in Death of a Salesman. So I feel like there's some parallels there between Willie Loman as this salesman and uh, and Baby Doll. I'm sure. I'm sure that they made that correlation when they're writing the thing. That does make sense. Okay, cool. And uh, actually, like when it comes to Baby Doll, is there anybody that we should know who voices her? Because I didn't. Uh, no, actually. Uh, okay. I looked her up. Not, you know, an actress, but like no one of any kind of no one of any kind of uh, renown. And even uh, when baby doll shows up again, in season three, they change voice actors. Oh, okay. So as long as you could just carry that cadence, I guess. Yeah. Uh, when now, she's like, some, the character. Other, yeah, there's other voices that we'll need to talk about. Okay. So no, not baby doll, except for the fact that she just does an incredible performance. And like That's you said, when she drops the baby doll and becomes Mary. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Like when when she drops character, when you get those mon, we get these monologues that happen later in the episode, which are pretty cool because yeah, she drops character and then goes right back into it. You know, so it's uh it's cool. I like that. Um, but yeah, we get uh, we get this young this young buck right here who looks like uh, young Dick Grayson, but with a, a little peach fuzz mustache. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was very interesting that they took the time to give him like the 
the the puniest puniest <laughs> mustache it's like desperate mustache like i'm maturing guys like nah dude just just stop just stop just stop right cal comes like ah, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm enough of the mustache talk <laughs> is, it, is he going or is he playing with stuff oh he's playing with stuff <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you know we've got our own little baby doll right here for this yeah. episode I didn't mean to. Oh, no, but he does. But he oh, does. But, uh, yeah, so we get, obviously, the uh, what she, how she tricks, uh, how she's tricking these people. Because, obviously, we don't see the, her kidnap the entire cast because that would be a two-part episode. And, again, maybe this could have been a two-part episode. But now, this is one that works really yeah, well as a one-parter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying right now. The only thing is, like, you don't see her kidnap everybody we only see the beginning which is uh tippy and then we get uh later on the the sister and so that's the only ones that we see get kidnapped so yeah you're right though i think they did a there i i I don't know if this one would have benefited with it part of me maybe they could have but eh, not really i think they it this one doesn't doesn't feel like it's sped up like uh like the bane episode we oh the bane episode no this one this one is this one is perfectly uh you know perfectly paced um, I do, however, want to take an opportunity because one of the voices that's worth talking about is Brian, is this actor okay. playing the older brother. His name is Robbie Wrist. Uh, <laughs> there's something about him that I'll point out later, but uh, you might semi-recognize him because he was the voice of Michelangelo in the three live-action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle no movies. Shit. Yes. Wow, that's pretty cool. Wow, I would have never guessed that one at all. That's pretty sweet. I uh, no, okay. I guess I can go ahead and, and say this, and then I'll connect it later. But um, he also his big break. He played cousin Oliver in the last six episodes of the Brady Bunch. Oh wow! And this is that's kind of funny because yeah, I know what the connection you're making. Yes, when it comes to this right here. Okay, interesting. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Cool. And we got some uh, we got some drumming happening behind the scenes. <laughs> there we go. He's making music back there. I like it. He I really like it. is. What can I but, say? Uh, and then, of course, we get a whole cut to thing where, like, you know, where are they now? We got Summer Gleason, of course, talking about, you know, we've seen those shows about old TV sitcoms. And we do the whole where are they now? It's kind of funny because. I was watching, you know, I, I was watching the Pro Bowl stuff today, which is great. And then I changed it to Comedy Central. Billy Madison was on. I was almost like going to look up where the kids look like now in Billy Madison. So it's just kind of funny that this episode deals with the where are they now? Because I'm kind of curious about that. And maybe I'll look that up later. But yeah, so then Summer Gleason is just doing like a whole where are they now? And, uh, and then they talk about Mary Louise doll and then they talk about the show and everything. And, um, and, you know, so then we kind of get like, you know, like I said, this episode is, is, uh, the way that it flows and the way that the story is the see where the story is happening. Um, is uh is the fact that I, I love how I love watching Scott do his fatherly duties. Yes. Oh my God. If you're watching, listening, you don't see, you don't get to hear it. Or you don't get to see it, but yeah, he's having some he's having some trouble right now with, with Callum, so don't worry. Um, anyways, I know I want to almost want to do a play-by-play. He furrowed his brow. He is now off his chair. I like it. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, gotta love it. Gotta love the children. But no, so and then we got three actors, three of the actors who have disappeared. And obviously Batman and Robin are talking to Gordon. They're trying to like figure this whole thing out, of course. And then they mention with like uh, like little cards and everything that of who is actually who has 
been uh who has disappeared essentially so and uh okay we'll wait till for scott to get back right now we'll wait for scott to get back before i continue on talking about this episode you know it happens it happens children children you gotta love the children but uh so you know if you guys want to talk a little bit in the chat i will do that you know i will maybe answer some stuff uh i don't know if you guys saw um i retweeted like a tweet i retweeted a tweet that uh that <laughs> That had both uh, Ben Affleck and uh, Dwayne Johnson at the same table at the Grammys. I don't know if you if you saw that, but you know it was uh, yeah, it was kind of funny because it's just kind of going like ooh, and then of course things that I might be that I'll be talking about tomorrow uh, on Film Junkie Live um, is the fact that you know talking about obviously with the DCU slate. There's some things that kind of came about that I saw rumors out there because we're all kind of wondering, speaking of Ben Affleck, is he going to direct Batman, the brave and the bold, or is he going to be directing Superman? Hey, he's back. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) What uh, Everything was happening. (laughs) I'm just like everything. It's like, would you put your, would you get your hands off all the stuff that's down here? I had to carry him upstairs and be like, take him. I was texting my wife going, help, come get him. You know, I do this every Sunday. I know that was funny because when you muted yourself and then I saw you get like the dad furrow brow and you're like, you're like, you know, I could tell. I was like, oh boy, it's getting intense over there. So, but anyways, I kind of stopped briefly talking about the episode and just kind of was talking about, of course, uh, stuff like ben affleck and everything like that anyways back to our regularly scheduled program here so where are we where are we, we are we are you know with the whole um you know uh batman and gordon or at gordon's office are talking about the the cast members that have been kidnapped and of course robin robin with his little jabs he goes like oh yeah i remember this show uh, cause then, cause then they start like, you know, playing some of the shows, right? Like you have like an episode well, and then no, they're, they're playing what they're watching. Oh, they're playing the, where are you now? They're thing, playing the, right? where are you now in Gordon's office? Yeah. And Robin's like, man, this show still stinks. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just kind of funny because again, you know, just the Batman, the animated series stuff, because it's supposed to be an old show. So it's all in black and white. And yet it's like, wait, where are we? Wait. If you were a kid, Robin, this was you were like a kid in like the eighties, <laughs> you know, for thinking about it. why would it be black and white? But hey, when the aesthetic of Batman the animated series, we love it. Um, and then of course they talk about um Mary is it her name's Mary Louise Dahl. Mary Louise uh, Dahl, D-A-H-L. Yeah, yeah which, exactly. Yeah. Which I appreciated, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you notice this connection? I'm not okay. sure if it was intentional or not, but her design is very reminiscent of Elmira from Tiny Toons Adventures. Ooh, I did not think about that. Wow. You're right. And her cadence is yeah. a lot like Elmira as well. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. I forgot about Elmira. We, we've talked about Tiny Toons a few times on here. Yeah. I, just, I always forget because when you think Tiny Toons, you think of the main Tiny Toons and then you think of Pinky and the Brain. But then we got to forget that the well, Pinky and the Brain was Animaniacs. So oh, that's right. What am I thinking? What the hell? Yeah, you're right. That was Animaniacs. What the hell am I thinking? I'm thinking like, well, you got the Tiny Toons and yeah, we got uh, Elmira and then, of course, Mad Max. Yeah. Forget about that. Yeah. Who, uh, who was the rich little spoiled kid who, of course, you know, they had a little thing. I've totally just 
yeah, did not even make that correlation. That's good job. Good job, Scott. She does have this because it's like the short little dress. You see the little, you know, panties or whatever with the, the hell. Which, yeah, with yeah. the little, uh, the with hair. little curly hair. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. Did not think of that about that. But uh, and then like, uh, you know, they're explaining all that. And then right. And then Bullock just comes over the radio and just is like, dude, hey, people, we got a shootout happening over here at this theater. What's happening? We gotta get back up here, and then it goes right to it. Okay, so did you notice the two the two gunmen? Did you yep. notice? Yeah, yeah, you did notice. Thank you. I was like, I had to pause it and go, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like writing, and then I looked, and I'm like, oh wow, why is that guy dressed like Gilligan? And then I went, wait a minute, and then I rewound it, and I'm like, oh, the other guy's dressed like Skipper. Skipper, like yes, <laughs> yes, that's intentional. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, so they're meant to look like Gilligan and Skipper. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? It was just like, it threw me off. I'm like, I do not remember that or making any kind of, and it's funny too, because when I was a kid, I watched Gilligan's Island all the time, all the time. So I'm like, I don't remember that little detail when I was a kid. I I don't, it never, I, I, like I said, I had to rewind it just to double check and be like, I just see that. Right. (laughs) I was like, that's crazy. But yeah, we get a nice little shootout. And uh, and then, of course, uh, when uh, we got a van that comes, well, we got Batman and Robin are going to be intervening and everything. And then, um, you know, they do their I love it when it's like Batman and Robin. They're always like swooping down. Of course, Robin shows up first and he almost gets hit by a van, too, that comes crashing in. And of course, man, does he do that cool move where he like jumps on top, does like a barrel roll on top of the van and then grabs onto the fire escape? Yeah, but we get that. We get that Batman dad voice that Robin. You know, it's like, oh, you know, because I mean, the van is barreling right at him. But, you know, Robin can handle himself, acrobat and all. So uh, and then, of course, uh, they're starting to get away and uh, we get the whole, you know, the bat, uh, the bat, the utility belt, of course, summoning the bat mobile. And God knows, it's like, what exactly are you typing in right there? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Is it T9? Like, is it what? What is it? You know, remember T9 with old cell phones? Yeah. In our day, kids, T9 was the shit because you could literally text and drive (laughs) if you knew how to T9. Can't really do that now. Can't really do that now. And I don't recommend it. Put your phone away while you're driving. Jesus Christ. Unless you have it propped up somewhere and it's utilizing navigation. There you go. That has been my TED Talk for this episode. All right. So and then, um, yeah, so we got that. And then it almost gets run over. And then. uh, and a whole thing happens uh, because, and this was risky too, risky on her behalf because she does the whole like ball goes out into the street, kid goes out to get it. And so the Batmobile almost is going to just barreling down on her. And, you know, of course, Batman quickly, you know, I don't know. Crashes straight into a newsstand where he could have taken out even more people. Yes, exactly. Pretty dangerous. I thought it was also interesting how they kept baby doll like in, in shadow. Once again, kind of that idea. It's like, Oh, come on. We, we know who this is, but like the show is trying to not reveal it yet because you know, when the, when baby doll's crying and putting on her act, she runs over to Robin and Robin's like holding her when Miriam shows up acting like her mother be like, Oh baby. Okay, what's up with these characters where they have the glasses that you can't see their eyes? Why are they so creepy? Because creepy. you want to see eyes, and it's yeah, just it's like the ventriloquist reminds me of the ventriloquist yes. glasses. Oh my god, like it's just she comes in, and I'm like, What is she a robot? What's happening here? I mean, like, that's almost like the first thought that you have, 
And I mean, she's a badass. And we find well, out. I know. And, and later on, it's like, I, I want to put this. I almost feel like she's the prototype for Mercy Graves. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Could be right. Yeah. That's not a bad little, uh, yeah. It's not a bad little uh, theory right there. I wonder. Once again, yeah. let's remember that Mercy Graves later on was created for Superman, Superman. the animated series, uh -huh. and then was introduced into the books the books later yeah that's interesting now but yeah but i'm just going kind of one like man these these characters where you can't see their freaking eyes Woof. there's just something creepier about them and uh you know they're hiding something which of course she is uh but yeah you're right it's like they're there's the 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 episode's still trying to be like mysterious about it even though we're all just kind of going yeah okay you know we know that it's a baby doll obviously and uh and then of course she's yeah in robin's arms and then and then she hands them off to Miriam, and then of course we hear the 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 catchphrase i didn't, didn't mean, mean to. to so and then robin was like whoa whoa wait whoa. a minute whoa and then and then of course they're they turn around and be like well and then she starts giving batman the business naughty naughty mr batman and stuff like that batman's that's right you have to put an s on all the, the words the names. yes that that makes it more childlike like I don't remember if I spoke like that when I was a kid. Though, I don't putting... think anyone really <laughs> does, but, but she gets a little bouncy gimmick. ball, and, and it, yes. that's kind of a cool little gimmick where, like, all the like the children's toys are like her 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 weapons. So like she bounces yeah. the big bouncy ball, and it's and it's a big smoke bomb. Basically. She's loyal to the brand, man. Just like the Joker, just like all of them. I mean, that's what's so cool about even though this character is like not really, you know, it's. Not like somebody that you think about when you think of a Batman villain at all. But I mean, you know, you have to all the, the good Batman villains stick to the brand. So they have to have all their weapons and devices that are within their brand. And she does it very well, too, because she just throws that ball down and, you know, smoke grenade. And she does herself like a little ninja act. You know, they do that. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. And I love when Robin goes to grab. I got him. Yeah. No, you hit <laughs> bullock. It's just like it's me. It's like, really? Did you think? Did you think that bullock? You grab bullock, this big, huge, hunky, like, hunking man, and not hunky. He's not hunky. Hunking of a man, like a hunk of. Not, that's a bad word. That's just a bad word. Blob. Blob. I don't know why I went this blob yes. of a man. Blob of a man. I don't know why I was like thinking. I would like use that word. No, I, I see. I that. see what your fetishes are, Dave. I got <laughs> I you. Okay. I have a secret crush on bullock. You found me out. I found him. I find him to be a hunk. I just, I'm just saying, hunka hunka, as uh, Jared Little Joker said. Anyways, man, this episode. <laughs> but that was a funny moment. Yeah, that was a funny moment. You know, a little bullock moment right there. You know, he's not in it that much. He's just in it for, you know, this. this I think, like, it's over after this, yeah, really. Yeah, he's not in it after that. So, and then, of course, uh, then we get Tammy, who's the sister, wakes up in the bed, dressed up and everything, and then basically on the set and i mean this is like horror movie level stuff right here oh oh definitely like yeah. this is like you've lost your flipping marbles this because whole scene yes like because movie. the rest of the cast is there and i mean talk about waking up to like a just like a nightmare of a scenario because it's like you're dressed in a costume that you wore like what 20 years ago maybe and yeah. you're on a set that you were on 20 years ago and then everybody else is there. They're dressed up in the costume. And then all of a sudden baby doll comes in and she's still exactly how she was. And my God, I mean, it's just, this is just, this is nightmare fuel big time, just big, 
time. And oof. But then we get Batman and Robin showing up at um at uh at Summer Gleason's office because obviously she did the show where are they now? And so she already had things all ready to go. She had the tapes. And then and then and then the, and then she, you know, explains that what happened was, you know, like she walked off the set. She didn't want to do the show anymore and basically screwed over all the other uh, cast members because the show was popular, even though that there was, you know, we find out that it was dipping in ratings and they bring in a new character. But for the most part, the show was very popular and her walking off just kind of screwed them over. So that's why she even says like Summer even says like, why would she want to do that? It's like, well, they would be more mad at her than she is at them because she's the one that caused the show to basically end. And then shows like, uh, uh, I think it's Macbeth, right? It's Tragic. Macbeth because she's yeah. doing the, she's doing the, out damn spot lady Macbeth monologue from like <laughs> act four act five yeah so then we get a we get the adult version of baby doll even though she still looks like a child but we get the adult voice which is interesting because it's you know it's it's kind of deep it's kind of you know and I and I that's why I thought maybe it was somebody that we might know who it is no, her name is Allison Laplacia uh, or Laplaca. I'm not really sure exactly how to correctly pronounce her name, but you know, no, nothing that like popped, you know, no, for okay. not for us. It's not like I said, not like Robbie Reese going, Hey, it was Michelangelo in the three Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. That's really cool. I love that. I'm oh, I got another movie. one. I got another oh, one. Oh, I can't wait. Can't it. wait. Yeah. Can't wait. But, uh, and then of course, you know, Robin. P.U. <laughs> He's just not impressed. And then, yeah, Summer goes, yeah, even the critics thought the same way. So her adult dramatic career went absolutely nowhere because, you know, she's just not she's better at doing the baby voice than it is to be doing that dramatic type of theater voice for sure, because that clip. Yeah, it is very much P.U. So, oof. Well, anyway. you notice that she's got that she's got that large stack of like baby doll episode tapes mm -hmm. and she she gives them all over the Batman. And, you know, because she's like, because I want the exclusive. Of course, by the time she turns around, like they're gone. Exactly. I mean, Summer was doing like a good thing. She was like, you know, doing a little. Uh, hey, let's do a trade off here. You figure this out. I give you these tapes. You're going to have to give me the exclusive of uh, wrapping up this whole case right here. But yeah, like, you know, she totally does uh, the, both Batman and Robin do the vanishing act that uh, normally Gordon gets. So and that was great. It's like, nope, sorry. Nope, we're just going to go ahead and take these and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Maybe. Thanks, Summer. Appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate it. Uh, all right. So then, of course, we're back on set. And yeah, it's just a pure nightmare fuel because so much we're baby doll because they used to have a dog as uh one of the cast members of buster buster and so she <laughs> but buster ain't alive anymore obviously because you know uh it's a dog and it's been like 20 years or so so we have buster as a stuffed buster on some on a little cart with wheels that she just pulls in and and she i love all the tape recorder stuff you know obviously <laughs> she's trying the, to she, get the ambiance she's got the laugh track she's yes. got the applause Aww. and then of course the dog barking and then she's just like uh doing the whole spiel and you know everybody at the table is like what the fuck like and then of course you got you know gilligan and the skipper over there with their tommy guns uh just holding them up but you know the dad todd he decides to be like, you know what? Screw this. 
And he, he tries to walk off set. He tries to walk off set, even though those two idiots are standing there and they don't do, hey, sit your ass down. They just kind of let him go. But then Miriam shows up and says, nope. I'm sit your ass down. He's going to make you sit your ass down pretty much. So, By the Ooh. way, the dad is the other voice you should recognize. Okay. I was thinking, like, he does sound familiar. Who he is does. It? He does. He really does. Hmm? You know who it is? No. Okay. The actor's name is Alan Young. Alan Young. Hmm. Doesn't ring a bell. He's the original Scrooge McDuck. Ah, there it is. Well, there you go. Right yeah, but there. go back and listen. You'll be like, oh, like, like I can. Well, I'm just kind of thinking about it now because I watched it like right before we went live. So, yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna. Yeah, but I'll go back and listen again, and even listen to the the Michelangelo voice. But yeah, that's there. There you go. And he's probably got a bunch of other uh, V8. Uh, um, Film on his filmography, he's probably got all kinds of animation. Oh, he he was in movies and TV shows for mm-hmm. decades. Mm-hmm. It was in the seventies when he kind of made the transition, and yeah, he's got tons of stuff. But yeah, but he's the OG Scrooge McDuck, like Mickey's Christmas Carols from the seventies, all the way up to he was Scrooge McDuck in Ducktales. There you go, and you know, yeah, and he does a good job of you know going off on a tiff. He because basically. He put, says before he walks off and Miriam like makes him sit his ass back down. It's like he's just going off and saying like it was your fault that we got, you know, canceled and just kind of saying it all and blah, 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 blah. Uh, but then we get the um, is that when we get the monologue? Yeah, she gets her before he walks off. It's like we get that little monologue because we get like a zero in like on her eye. Like and then it's like the bags show the up. Bags like, show up and she drops because she drops the mask and then we get to hear like her. A real voice like I trained, I studied, yeah. I auditioned. And 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 it's like this one small moment of vulnerability where you understand her motivation as a character. Like you see her villain origin story, and then she immediately puts the mask back on to become yeah. baby doll. But I even like how they did it with the lights and everything. Oh, yes. You know, they do that whole dramatic thing where like where like if you're on stage and you're going to give this dramatic monologue, everything just goes and it's just like the 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 spotlight spotlight is right on you. And it was just like really cool how they do that. And it was just like a cool way to just get that little backstory from uh, from for baby doll. But yeah, like you said, right back into it once, uh, you know, it just dropped for just a minute right there. So. Um, so we got that. And then of course we get back to the Batcave and poor Robin, obviously he's got to be the one that has to watch through all the episodes to get any kind of stuff like that. So of course he's just sitting in the chair and I love what he says to Batman. He goes, and he's just like, it, <laughs> it's a good moment because I love it when he's just like, you know, when like poison Ivy had us captured by those vines with those really thick thorns, that's better than this. <laughs> he's just like, I, I'd rather be fighting, you know, uh, one of our super villains than watching these episodes. It was just like, yeah. I mean, obviously he's, you know, he's being a little facetious, but uh, but it's just funny because even Batman's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a good little exchange. I just really like that. I really like that. Uh, but then, of course, he explains that when the ratings dipped on the show, they brought in cousin Spunky. That's right, which is w- the the irony of Robbie Wrist being the voice of Brian because he was cousin Oliver 
who was brought in for the last six episodes of the Brady Bunch because all the other kids by that last season weren't kids anymore. They were like all grown up. Mm-hmm. And so the cousin Oliver on Brady Bunch was that first um, example. And it's been used since of when you have a sitcom or a show that's in its later years, you could say it's in its decline and they bring in a young character as a way of revitalizing the series, which, you know, what's interesting though, what? like what? A, a, a sitcom that, that, that didn't do it early on that I would say like brought in a character, a young character was family matters because family matters at first was supposed to just be about the Winslows. Urkel was not supposed to be a recurring character. Like he shows up when you see the first appearance of Urkel in the first season, he doesn't have, it's not quite super like how Urkel turned out to be. So like, it was just kind of funny because obviously they were trying to early on, the show wasn't as much of a buzz. So they brought back the Urkel character strongly in the second season and then it blew up. So right. I was just saying like, there's like, there's that, that's just a different int- instance, but yeah, you're right. Just like in the Brady bunch, the kids were, you know, not so much kids anymore. So it's like, we need a cute, adorable character to bring in. So I do like the fact that they, they introduced that, that, that into here. And of course that's going to make the main star not so happy because in the episode it's her birthday and cousin Spunky does the whole thing of like, you know, shoving her face into the cake, which gets a chuckle from from robin right gets to it from robin which is interesting because actually historically cousin oliver was extremely unpopular yes. on on the brady bunch and it didn't yeah. matter because abc was already going to cancel the show but there is uh but there is actually a term in tv called the cousin oliver syndrome yeah that's like uh, a, yeah it's a thing yeah right it, it it's right up there kind of like with the uh jump the shark okay you know well, yeah with uh fonzie with fonzie yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. so uh it I just thought that was like a really cool thing. By the way, Oliver was so unpopular that when they did those revival movies later on, he didn't show up. He didn't show up. Not at all. They were like, nope, we're not gonna. Yeah, when yeah, the the the, the very Brady movie and the, or even like even with uh, some of the uh, later um TV movies are yeah, yeah. The, the, the yeah, the yeah, yeah. the the reunion. Brady's go to Hawaii, they Brady's go to Hawaii and all those right Brady there. Christmas and yeah, all that. They didn't bring them back because they're like, nah, sorry, you know, you didn't test you didn't test well. It's kind of funny too because even going back to happy days, somebody um, I saw on my timeline, somebody actually retweeted somebody uh, tweeting something that said it showed the Cunningham family, and they they all goes nobody will ever know what happened to you know. And remember they at the like the first episode they had the brother of who goes up the stairs, yes, and then nobody ever hear about him again. Like they just he just vanishes, just absolutely vanishes. There was a sister like that on Growing Pains, I think that also was there. I, yeah. and but there's speaking of growing pains they brought in leo dicaprio yes they them. did yes they did they get a young character in there to uh for uh yeah so yeah so they kind of did their own little cousin oliver thing so yeah and uh yeah i mean it's just something you have to do sometimes you got to introduce characters like step by step is one i used to watch and probably about three or four seasons in they introduce cousin cody <laughs> you know and of course he's a good looking dude and he has his catchphrases and guess what 
helped the show. I think it was like season three, maybe. It was early. It was, it was early. It was early. On. It was early on. But it, but again, it's just what shows do. Sometimes the ratings just aren't there. You need that one character, and you know, sometimes you hit it. Sometimes you don't. <laughs> well, which sometimes. is interesting because this then shows us like why Baby Doll leaves the show mm. is because she's no longer the star. She is this narcissist. And and, and that Steph, doesn't play well. Steph's bringing up a good, yeah. Remember uh, Raven? She showed up the little girl at, yes. at the show, and she was absolutely adorable. And guess what? It I think that one actually helped. That one helped. Yes. Yeah, because they needed somebody. You know, they needed it because all the kids are getting older. So yes, yeah, absolutely, Steph. Good one. Good one right there. Uh, but yeah, that one actually worked. Not like cousin Oliver. But anyway, so then they but I just like how like uh, when, when you see the her face get shoved into the cake and we just Robin's like <laughs> and then he goes, hmm. <laughs> he's like, whoop, shit. I was I supposed to supposed to hate this. I just I just told Batman that I'd rather be wrapped up in vines with sharp thorns with poison ivy than watching this garbage. But he gave a little giggle right there. That's just funny. Anyways. So, yeah, we get that. And then uh, and then obviously they were like, OK, so Batman and Robin need to find Spunky. And uh, we get to Spunky. You know, I'm not going to lie. I, I forgot about this little twist. I really did. I, I completely know. forgot about it. I, I, It happened. I was like, oh, yeah, that yeah. was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we'll get to it. But, yeah, we get we get Miss, uh, Cousin Spunky, who now is just, you know, at his house. Maybe I guess he's in a band now. He's just in his garage playing guitar. Little chunky. Got the long hair. You could tell it's him. And then, of course, we have Miriam and uh, and uh, Baby Doll that are just. I love how she's just pushing, you know, the cart like on the sidewalk, you know, the little carriage. And then, and then she gets all into his face, like, "Hey, your your music woke up my baby. Like, how dare you?" And he's like, "I gotta practice, lady. Sorry, you know." Did you recognize the voice of Spunky? No. Well, who is it? <laughs> okay, it's uh, Jason Marsden, who was in the first yes. two seasons of Boy Meets World. Okay, yes, Jason Marsden. Oh, why am I? Oh, I gotta put his face on him. Well, who is he in Boy Meets World? He was a friend. Like he, he was. He left after the second season, and uh, I ah ah. I need to look him up. Yeah, look, look him, him up. up because then, if you watch his career, he appears in almost every DC animated project. Like after this, like he's in Superman. He's in the Batman as Firefly. That's not him. On Young Justice, he's the voice of uh of uh bart allen he's impulse jason marsden who what yes i know the name i'm trying to put his fate well who the hell did he play in freaking boyman's world he played it doesn't say his name. he actually his name was jason mark like that was the gag when when mr feeney gets onto him they called him by his real name wow okay jesus and i'm like i'm trying to remember what he looked like in the show show me images oh yeah okay he was eric's friend okay yes so it wasn't the first two c it was oh yeah it was the first two c yeah because he, he left he after season two that's right he played uh eric's friend that's who it was yes i knew he looked familiar but i, I thought he was one of Corey's friends yeah he's been in a ton of stuff since yeah then. he has he pops yeah. up in a lot of things okay there we go i was about to say Knew I recognized the name. Anyways, um, uh, let's see. Yeah, he voiced a lot of things. Yeah, a lot of things when it came to animation and stuff too. Yeah, I remember that because he has a recognizable voice, like very recognizable it. voice. Yes, but I did not spot it here. <laughs> of course, 
Damn it. Anyways, so obviously, uh, and and again with uh, Baby Doll and her specialized branded toys to, to fit Baby Doll, she has a, you know, her little baby bottle and psh, knockout gas. So, uh, uh, and then of course we get uh, uh, we wait when Smunky wakes up, you know, tied up to the chair, and now they're gonna basically reenact the birthday, but with a little twist, which is dynamite. Yes. <laughs> And you know what? I remember as I was watching the episode this morning, getting ready for this, when Spunky grabs the dynamite with his teeth and like tosses it. I was like, wow, that's a really cool move. Still didn't click with me. I forgot about it. Dude, that's the thing. It was like, uh, I was going like, okay, everything was starting to click back. And I went, oh yeah, yeah. That's smart of him to just like, obviously it's like right in front of your face. You're, you're freaking tied to the chair. Best way to do it is to just, uh, uh, and then just like that. I'm like, Good for Spunky, but then I went, oh yeah, because we find out it's Robin in disguise. God damn it. I was like, of course it is. Because obviously, you know, Batman comes crashing down uh, to all that. And then it's just like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, and takes out, you know, and, and it's basically good. But yeah, we get the whole thing, the whole reveal. I mean, obviously when it comes to disguises, it happens a lot. It's that like a total Mission it. Impossible. Like- yeah. <laughs> pretty much is it pretty much is because you get and i just always love it though like when you know because then you know when he takes off the stuff he's like perfectly in robin gear it's like really that was all underneath that's all underneath yeah (laughs) i mean obviously you had to probably quickly put on the mask i'm I'm imagining but you know his hair still looked perfect that perfect robin messy hair that he had i guess it doesn't matter if he was wearing like a mask because it would just make it even more perfect and messy exactly that hair just goes and just goes forward like like that, like that, you know, because when he's dick, it's nice and combed and slick back. Anyways, um, so uh, and then, of course, uh, so Robin's going to deal with the cast, kind of get them together. And Batman's going to go after Baby Doll. And I love the fact, again, she keeps with her brand. She's on a big wheel. <laughs> just just rolling down like out of the out of the lot. Going well, and before then, then though, we, that's when we get oh. the cool fight between Mario oh, yeah. and Batman. Because the gun. she she. She gives him the business, dude. Man. I mean, like he gets a, a <laughs> he gets a stage light to the head. <laughs> Did you see that when he crashes into that? She like yeah. knocks him in that, and a stage light just goes boom, and he's like, oh, like Jesus Christ, that hurts. And then Robin fights her, and even Robin goes, "Lady, you're good." <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, "All in a day's work, or something like that." It's a right? living. It's a living. That's what it is. Yeah. It's a living. Yeah. Uh, and then she's I, just like, yeah. Like, whoa, where did you train with the League, Leagues of Shadow? What the fuck's going on here? Jeez. I do ever love the fact that she, like, does, like, the massive, like, street fighter, like, yeah. karate kick. And then all they do is wrap a batarang around her leg and, like, basically, like, yank her, swing, yank her back. Yeah, just, like, right into, like, the makeshift kitchen area of the stage. But, yeah, that was, yeah, it was a cool little fight. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump the gun right there. I forgot about, oh, yeah, that is right there but yeah then we get the whole big wheel thing which of course i don't know if did you have a big wheel when you were yeah there? i had a big wheel of course yeah. of course that was i mean it was so i uh, i remember like i had a big wheel but then like me and my friends would always switch up each other's big wheels i had a friend that had a ghostbusters big wheel i didn't have a ghostbusters big wheel i just had a standard big wheel but i remember like man you get some loose gravel somewhere oh that was fun oh yeah <laughs> Just doing stuff like that. Big wheels were fun, man. Do kids even do big wheels anymore? Uh, well, my kids did until that's my, good. Until the plastic on the tire yes. finally degraded like two years ago. I mean, let's be honest, that lasted a 
good damn while. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a good long while. I mean, obviously, it's all plastic. So, but yeah, after a while of doing, you know, a lot of, you know, peeling out and drifting and stuff like that. Yeah, that plastic's going to get a little, uh, it's going to get a little messed up. So, but, but then, of course, we, we you know, the, the love, the, the, the setting that we, when it comes to the final portions of each episode we it's have amusement another, mile i mean it's a mile <laughs> yeah, it's like we have to get to a point where it's like we're at an amusement park but it's not an abandoned one this time though. no no it's a, it's an active one yes. which i i love batman i'm trying to figure a couple of different things because one baby doll is hiding in the crowd so batman has the idea of just landing on top of some booth to draw people's attention and he does because it's a bunch and, of kids. It's a bunch like, of kids. Oh my God, Batman. So at first, I was wondering if he was trying to trigger her narcissism—the idea that he's getting all the attention. But so. then, but but no. But then it really is the fact that everyone else is going to run towards him, and she's not. So she's left like, oh, here I am because I'm the one person in the crowd who didn't just rush to gather around batman so it really worked because she would not run toward him in a situation like that mm, yeah i because i got the sense that he was trying to do that too but yeah you're right it was probably more of just the strategy of that which of course he then then sees her and then we get this whole uh running through um i mean first off he gets tricked into going into like one of those games that shoots the balls i, I mean i'm guessing that they're heavier balls not tennis balls because when they hit batman I mean, it, like it's like one of those. If it was tennis balls, it would probably hurt a lot more. Unless they're moving really, really fast. No, no, those things were those things were firing out of that that gun like super fast because they yeah. bounced like they were tennis balls. Okay, so yeah, they probably were. But if they're coming at a certain amount of speed, yeah, that's still gonna that's definitely gonna hurt. Because I was kind of determining like, is it fast? Is there harder balls like a hard ball kind of thing or like the softball material? I don't know. Who knows? That's just, that's the stupid things I was thinking about um during that part at least um so then of course we have that and then um they're just uh they go through like all kinds of you know obviously we we're going to get to the fun house part uh which is where they end up going and then i mean she's like she even says that it's like her rules now because i mean it is in the setting of where a kid would like to be because batman's too big he's, he's too big. big they're in this you know little tunnel that you if you're an adult you're like on your you know your stomach going through and she's she's like the height of the whole thing so she's got she's got she's got Mobility. the upper hand yeah yes. and not to mention she has her little doll i forgot what she called the doll her little oh, yeah i forgot what she called him it's but, a gun you know, it's a gun out of one of the eyes yeah yeah the freaking gun again again brand branding uh yeah so then we get to that and see and this is of course where we play the clip oh the get, clip yes the clip. yes so uh let me get this right here but yeah it's just it's almost like uh you know it reminded me of a little bit of like uh uh feet of clay uh yes. when when uh you know when they're playing all the performances and he's seen all the monitors and seeing himself as all the different characters it kind of gives me that vibe right there but i mean it's 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 not nothing against it at all it's it's great but yeah here it is right here Game's over, mr batman mr batman I win. <laughs> Jesus. that's creepy nightmare fuel right there no fair Caught the gun again. And then here we go. 
Yeah. Uh, fun. What is it about Funhouse mirrors? They're just creepy as hell. They're creepy as hell. And then right there, she sees herself. Oh, that's me in there. That's me in there. The real me. There I am. Aww. But it's not really real, is it? Oh, God. Made up and pretend like my family and my life and everything else. Breakdown. Oh, yes. <laughs> Why couldn't you just let me make believe? Yeah, oh, Batman. And you got the dark circles around her eyes. Yes. Oh. Oh. Oh, the oh. tears. Because she's choosing at that moment to destroy yes. the fantasy. And then she just breaks it up. And I love that you see it right there. Oh, man. And then she keeps on going. I love that, too. Until Batman goes, hey, yeah, time to stop. Yeah. And then she just breaks down. Aww. And then sympathy, sympathy from Batman. Right, because watch this. I love it. Yeah. She hugs his leg. And then he, he does put, that. He puts a hand on top of her head. Exactly. It didn't, and then she, and then she says the catchphrase, but she says it in her normal voice. Perfect way to end that episode. Perfect way to end that episode. Wow, so strong. They, they knew exactly where they wanted to end that. That episode. was Deanie. That oh, was yeah. that was Deanie working his magic. That was just really good. Really, just the perfect way to end that story right there. And Man. it's really interesting that because for a really great episode. Now I will. Let's go ahead and say that her reappearance in the third season was a massive letdown. I'm when we I'm get to love, to remember. I'm trying it's to remember. Lo love is a crock. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. I'm trying to remember the episode though. Uh, I, it's like it's it's hazy. It's hazy. You know, it, there's a reason. There's a reason. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's not strong. It's, it's not, not strong yeah. at all. And like you said, and you have an episode where the, by that point they'd recast Baby Doll and they'd recast Killer Croc. Um, because uh, there were three villains who ended up getting recast in that season. It yeah. was those two and Scarecrow. Scarecrow, that day. but the Scarecrow yeah. got the redesign, which I thought was pretty yeah, cool. it had the redesign and new voice. Yeah. Uh, but it's interesting that for this episode being a really, really great episode of the series, the character never made the jump, uh, into the books or anything. Like really, uh, she's shown up in. A couple of Elseworlds books. Um, she shows up in a, a hallucination in the Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Adventures. Interesting. <laughs> and she shows up in uh, White Knight. Wow. Uh, because At least she, that was yeah, that was the one with like the whole uh, Joker Jack Napier thing. Yes, because there because yeah. because it's gone on because there was White Knight, Curse of the White Knight, Beyond the White Knight. But Sean Murphy takes heavy inspiration from the animated series mm. in that Elseworld story, and she shows up with Roxy Rocket in that book. <laughs> but I mean, like I can understand, I guess, why they didn't. I mean, like I, I'm not sure like how much they could do with her when it comes to, I mean, this story was about her trying to recapture what she had at once. So it's like, I mean, I, I don't know how they could do like so much with this character. See, maybe. I, I could see them going like, you think so? Super yeah. dark. Yeah, they her. could go super dark. Yeah. And like I said, she's got the brand loyal toys. So she does very much fit 
in the rogues gallery, you know, it's not yeah. like, it's not that, that the, the, the dickhead who wanted the, the Cape and Cal. Yeah. <laughs> not him. No, no, but it worms, wormwood. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> I was like, but, yeah. You know, it's, but still it's like for all the characters in the animated series or in the animated universe that they did eventually jump. I mean, Roxy Rocket jumped over yeah. and and uh, oh help me out the the electric girl and that I'm I'm blanking on from Superman the animated series. Right. Uh damn it. Drawing a blank on that too. I am drawing a blank. Oh, live wire. There we go. And in Harley and Montoya yeah. and Mercy Graves. I just thought it was interesting that like Baby Doll. This is a great episode, and yet they never utilized her after this. Really, an, I mean, and, and it's an interesting character. It's a character with a uh, with a uh, not a disease, but a disorder. I, yeah, a disorder. So I mean, yeah, you think maybe they could have found out something to do with her. I, to me, it just seems like maybe they just thought this episode was just that, but then they couldn't think of anything else but hey you never know she might pop up in some kind of future book or something like that maybe they'll do something who knows because it's gonna happen because we're talking about it and we all know that they're all watching this they're all watching they're all listening like yeah. we speak things into it we speak it yes that's what it is we're you know we know what they should be doing when it comes to all that baby doll's gonna show up in the new dcu chapter two that's what's gonna happen <laughs> That's what I have. You hear that, James Gunn? You're going to, yeah. Matt Reeves, yeah. no. Matt Reeves put her in the Batman Ooh, part three. That would be, that would be damn interesting right there. So, but, uh, you know, it's a great episode, a great ending to an episode. And, uh, yeah, I don't really have more to say. I don't know about you. No, I, like I said, that was my last little bit was just, I'm just surprised that she didn't take off more. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. So, uh, Next week is the Super Bowl, so well, do people have... actually watch that? Yeah, 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 a little bit, a little bit. So we're not going to be doing an episode next week because I'll be at my friend's house uh, watching the Super Bowl. So we're going to not be here next Sunday, but then we'll be back, of course, the following Sunday, and there'll be no more. You know, football will be officially over, so there'll be no anything like last week when I had to like, you know, bump it fifteen minutes because playoffs and it was intense. My God. So, uh, yeah, we won't be here next week, but we'll be here the week after. And what episode are we talking about? We're talking about what actually ended up being in air date order, the final episode of season two of Batman, the animated series, The Lion and the Unicorn. The Lion and the Unicorn. I'm trying to remember this one. Does not ring a bell right now, but I'm sure. Do I do, you, do I tell you? Do you do you want to yeah, know? Go ahead. go ahead. It's the Alfred episode. Oh, okay. There it is. Yes. Okay. Now I remember. Okay. That'll be a fun one to talk about for sure. So, uh, but yeah, like I said, guys, Super Bowl next week. So enjoy the game. We're getting a lot of movie trailers too, including that flash trailer. Oh my God. That's going to be crazy. So we'll get some Batman this next week for sure. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, so yeah, expect us back two Sundays from now. So go ahead, Scott promote. Well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, the DC Squawcast, where podcasts can be found. We're on Vero, Facebook, YouTube, with the entire network of shows at SquadcastMedia.com. We are a fan-supported network, so head on over to Patreon.com slash SquadcastMedia. We published our Judge Dredd review, and the next couple coming up, we're going to talk, be talking about Spider-Man 3 and Barbed Wire. Oh, my God. That's so funny because... I just watched the Pamela doc yesterday. Have you watched it yet? I have not watched it. How was it? It's interesting. It's a good doc, but man, 
that lady, <laughs> you feel sorry for her and then you don't because it's like, you're just like, you're partly creating some of this. But then, of course, the whole controversy with the sex tape and stuff like that, it's like, but then, then you kind of go like, well, you know, you know, there's a lot of things, questionable things, but she you know, she made she's made bad decisions. Let's just say that. And they, when they talk about barbed wire, holy crap. It's just like you just go like, how did you not know that this was going to be a, a stinker? Like, how did you not know? <laughs> but because when because they have clips in the dock and just the one liners and the ugh, and the bad acting and ugh. so you're actually you guys are going to watch that. Well, yeah. I mean, at, at least there's eye candy in there. I mean, she does look <laughs> and it is Pamela Anderson in tight leather and high heels the whole time. But uh, yeah, that's, that's just funny because I, I, I heard about it. I know it just came out, so I put it on and. Yeah, it's not a bad watch. Watch it. It's it's interesting. But yeah, you, you kind of end the doc going, I feel sorry for you. But at the same time, you made a lot of bad decisions. <laughs> you did. You did. But anyways. um, All right. Yeah. So we'll see you guys in two weeks. Enjoy the Super Bowl next week. And uh, we'll see you guys two Sundays from now. Same bat time, same bat channel. We will talk to you later.